If our inner life is strong with God, what goes on around us really isn't that important. And that is today's Morning Moxie. Welcome to the Morning Moxie Show. I am your host, Alicia Sharp, and today on the show we have Joyce Meyer. And this is part one of, she's got like a three-parter here with Beth Moore, but the first part is only Joyce. And then the second part, which will be on Wednesday, will be with Beth. And then the last part also will be with Beth and Joyce on Thursday. So anyway, this is the first part with Joyce, and she's just talking about our priorities and how we need to really seek after God and our relationship with Him first. We put, so many times we just get the cart before the horse, and we put all the things we need, all the stuff we want, you know, the ministry we want to see grow, the job we want to move up in. We put all that first, and that's what we focus on. And we kind of put God in the back or on the back burner, and we just have got to flip that around and put Him first. Here's Joyce. After all, the kingdom of God is not a matter of getting, we could just stop right there. (laughs) After all, the kingdom of God is not a matter of getting the food and the drink that one likes. And I think really when he says food and drink there, we really need to expand that and, and just say, you know, the kingdom of God is not about us getting everything we want when we want it. That's not what it's about. You know, the, the disciples in Jesus' day, they thought that he had come to set up an earthly kingdom and that he was going to put all their enemies in their place and he was going to do away with evil and he was going to set up this throne somewhere and they were all going to get to rule alongside him. And he tried to tell them that he came to set up a different kind of kingdom. He said the kingdom of God is in you. It's not necessarily about what goes on around us, but it's inside of us. <laughs> And a kingdom is a, is a domain or a realm that a king resides over. And the truth is, is he is the king of our hearts. Jesus is the king of our hearts. And he's really a lot more concerned about our inner life than he is our outer life. Now, that doesn't mean he's not concerned about our circumstances. It doesn't mean that he's not concerned about the things that hurt us or the things that we want or the things that we need. He wants to hear about all of those things, but he's more concerned about what goes in us, what go, what's going on in us, about our inner life than he is our outer life. Because to be honest, and you may not believe me when I say this, but if your inner life and my inner life is right and it's strong in God, what goes on around us is not all that really important to us. I mean, it's not... It's not that we don't want good things to happen, but you would be amazed what you can go through with a smile on your face. I said, you would be amazed what you can go through with a smile on your face and while you're hurting, have a deep desire to help other people. If things are right on the inside. The kingdom of God is not getting everything that we want, but it is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Now, I think that it's very easy, that being a fairly short scripture, to just gloss right over that and never really get the meaning of it. But you see, he's saying the kingdom is not about all this. (laughs) It's It's about knowing who you are in Christ, knowing that you're right with him. 
My gosh, how valuable is that? How valuable is it to not have to be mad at yourself all the time or to be afraid that God's mad at you or to feel that you have to compare yourself with other people? And that peace, oh my goodness gracious sakes alive, peace. Peace, oh. You know, I've just come to the point years ago where I just finally realized life's not even worth living if you can't have peace. I mean, if you gotta be tormented every day and worried and fearful and frustrated about something all the time, then what is the point in anything? Because no matter what you have or own, you're never gonna enjoy it if you don't know how to have peace. And there is a peace that passes understanding and then it's joy in the Holy Ghost. And it really comes in that order. First, you have to stop trying to get. You learn who you are in Christ. That leads you to peace. Peace with God, peace with yourself, and then peace with your fellow man, peace with your circumstances. And then here comes the joy and enjoyment of everyday life. Joy includes enjoyment. So that's what we're talking about this weekend. Tomorrow morning is going to be righteousness, tomorrow night peace, Saturday morning joy and learning how to enjoy life. And tonight we're going to talk about the results of wrong pursuits. When we live to get and we're pursuing wrong things, how it just always turns out badly and our life is like a dry desert, a parched dry desert where nothing can really satisfy us. So just a few examples. Do we seek what God can do for us or do we seek him for who he is? I made the mistake of seeking him for what he could do for me the, for the first good number of years that I was in a more serious relationship with God. I think we all do that. We usually come to God with a lot of problems and we want him to fix them. We have not been able to fix them, so now we want him to fix them. And I might even add that God will work with us on that basis for a good long period of time. But then there has to come a change. There has to come a transition. And it's really called the beginning of spiritual maturity. It's really called beginning to grow up in God and not just be a baby Christian all the time, but actually become a son or a daughter of the Most High God. I recall when God began to teach me, you need to seek my face and not my hand. If you seek my face, my hand will always be open. But if you seek my hand, you're going to miss the most important thing that there is. Just imagine if my husband traveled and every time that he came home, I ran to the airport and uh, let's just say he usually brought me something. And so I didn't even pay attention to him, didn't look at him. Just, what, what, what'd you bring me? What do you got? Digging in his pockets. What, what do you got? What do you got for me? Well, it wouldn't be long and he wouldn't be wanting to give me anything anymore. Amen. But if I'm just interested in him, I'm so glad you're home. I love you. And then he gives me a gift. Then he's doing it for the right reason. And I've got the right motive toward him. Do I seek God's will or do I seek my own will? Do I have my own plan and I'm trying to make God bless it? Do you ever give God any advice on how he could do things? Well, you know, God, you could do this. Yeah, every once in a while I still do that. That is so dumb, just really silly. It's not like God doesn't know what to do. Do we seek, and boy, this is a big one. Do we seek money and more money and more money and how much is ever enough and what does it really take to satisfy and 
how big does the house really need to be for us to be comfortable in it and <laughs> you know some of you are living in more space now than you could use in the next 50 years and all you do is complain about having to clean it all the time <laughs> and uh, you know the flesh is just greedy and if we think we're going to get our satisfaction and joy out of things we are sadly mistaken do we seek success fame promotion at work what are the most important things to us it should be family and friends let's think for a minute about when we die not a pleasant subject I guess but it's gonna to happen to all of us you know you know that's one thing nobody can get out of did you know that <laughs> and uh, no matter how young you are right now it may seem like oh forever away but you'll get there you saw that picture of me when I was three and here I am now and let's say I'm a far side on the other side of three but just think about this when you're on your deathbed are you gonna ask somebody to bring you your checkbook so you can look at the balance I mean really seriously are you gonna ask somebody if the Dow's up today if your promotion at work finally came through <laughs> The things that we get so concerned about now, really, when all is said and done, they're not going to mean anything at all. And here again, don't misunderstand me. I'm not saying that it's wrong to want those things, but I am saying if we make them a priority, now I want you to listen to Mama Joyce tonight. If we make them a priority, if you chase things, you'll never have the things and you'll never have the relationship with God that's available to you. But if you chase God, then you'll know him and he'll give you the things that are right for you at the right time and the right proportion amen and that's the only really comfortable pleasant way to live I will admit to you and I hate to say it but it's true there was a time when the most important thing to me in my life was that this ministry would grow and get big and you know what it stayed little 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 and the more I wanted it it even sometimes shrunk <laughs> little little and when I finally got to the point where I told God if you only give me 50 people to minister to in the poorest area of st. Louis I will do it just because I love you then things started to begin to change amen Well, that was Joyce Meyer, and you can find that clip on YouTube if you search under Joyce Meyer Enjoying Everyday Life, January 18th, 2016. You can also find out more information about Joyce and where she's going to be at her website, JoyceMeyer.org. And of course, at her website, there's lots of resources and lots of different things. You can like tune into her show that she has on TV every day. So there's a lot of good stuff at her website, too. She's a great teacher, and I really, really love what she has to say. Well, that is all I have for you, and I will see you again tomorrow for Testimony Tuesday. Have a wonderful day. God bless.